Support for Five Dirty Bikers podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming champions of the world. Now listen up, Manscaped just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. Now look, you've all been there, right? You've all used the same trimmer that you use on your face for your no-no parts. You've end up nicking yourself. We can remedy all that right now. Just go to manscaped.com, enter code 5SHAVE, get 20% off your order, free worldwide shipping, and experience the smoothness that you can only with the Lawnmower 4.0. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code 5SHAVE at manscaped.com. That's the number 5 SHAVED. And take it from me, your balls will thank you. Welcome back to the Five Dirty Bikers Podcast. Before we start today's podcast, we're going to dive deep into the pages of Urban Dictionary. Oh, no. Oh, shit. Okay. I can already tell you this is going to be offensive. <laughs> Always. <laughs> but that's what I like about them. <laughs> Often named, but never defined on this podcast, today's words are alligator fuckhouse. <laughs> During my time in Destin, Florida, I was able to study these majestic, beautiful animals, and this first came to mind. A daring sexual maneuver, mid-coitus, one person bites the neck of the other, locks their arms and legs down, and goes into a death roll, all while maintaining insertion like downshifting an automobile. (laughs) In a sentence would read... Sally says, last night, Johnny surprised me with an alligator fuckhouse, and I came for an hour and a half. (laughs) I think the bite may have left a scar, though. Chomp, chomp, bitch. (laughs) Everybody, welcome back to Five Dirty Bikers Podcast. Today, we are joined by the fellas, Aggers and Brews YouTube channel. You guys, thank you for joining the podcast this week. <laughs> Thank you for having us. So if you want to go, go ahead and individually introduce yourselves and just tell us a little bit about the Bagger and Bruce channel. I'm, I'm George. Um, we uh, decided to start this channel to, to document a, uh, a ride to Texas that we did that everybody knows about uh, to break a world record ride that Adam Sandoval put together in Texas. And I said, you know, we should do this and we should document it. And I don't really think any of us watched motor vloggers at the time. I mean, we watched a few motorcycle people on YouTube, but not real motor vloggers. And went to Texas and met a bunch and started to get followers and videos started to get views. And two years later, you know, here we are, the three of us. Um, Bert and I have been, you know, friends on and off with a big gap there. But we've known each other for, since high school. And uh, him and Austin have been buddies for probably going on 10 years. And uh, yeah, yeah, 12 years. And we're just, we're just trying to have a good time with it. You know, motorcycles, beer. What do you got? You said introduce yourself. Oh, not us. (laughs) (laughs) You guys look at me. Yeah. (laughs) Like you said, you know, I'm Bert. Bert. I can't even speak right now. Um, 
And yeah, like you said, he came to me with this idea to, to start this channel. And and I, I thought he was nuts because one thing you, you guys might not even know, it's like I'm six credits short of having my bachelor's degree. Three wow. of those three of those credits are public speaking. <laughs> For a reason, because it's what it, it terrifies me. I, it's one of those things where I just I don't like public speaking. So when he was like, let's start a YouTube channel, man, I was like Okay, as long as I don't have to talk. Well, here we are two years later, you know, and I'm getting, you know, more and more comfortable with it. I feel like it's actually kind of got me out of that shell where I'm not as uh, worried about that. And, uh, you know, the channel did just kind of, I mean, we're still a small channel, but I feel like it took off nicely after that that world record run. And, and we're just having a good time with it, man. We're, we're talking about bikes and beer and we're, we're making videos riding. So, I mean, how can you not have a good time with that? And my name is Austin. Uh, like George said, known each other for quite some time. Uh, and the way I came into this is basically one day he's, we go on a ride and we're recording. So that's how I came into this. And of course, the first time we're recording, we tried it out. My bike breaks down, which apparently is a thing with me. So, uh, you know, but it's been two years and it's been some ups and downs. But you know what? Any any time I get to spend with these guys here is is, is awesome. So whatever it takes going forward. So yeah. Good people. Cool. About our best well, Bert, I never would have known that about you, about you not wanting to speak in front of people because you seem natural at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a true story, man. It's uh, always been one of my biggest fears of just having to get up in front of a group of people and just talk. So hopefully this is getting out of my shell and I'll go finish up those six credits and, uh, and knock it out. Well, you're not really okay. talking in front of a bunch of people right now, just a bunch of us assholes. So you're good. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, the world of public speaking in college has changed as well because you can do it to a camera and then just submit it. So yeah. Uh, public speaking. So I should be good to go. Right. Plus, I, I always got in trouble because they said, imagine somebody in your underwear and I would just show up in my underwear. And they were like, <laughs> yeah, you got this all wrong, man. I'm like, hey, this is how I'm comfortable. So, you know, take it or leave it. Well, you That's can actually I- do it now in your underwear and nobody would know unless you stood up. I've worn pants for two years on this podcast. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Yeah, don't don't. You got on underwear, though. We don't want to see a hanging brain, dude. Don't. Hanging oh. <laughs> That's frowned upon. Very much so. Well, I can say from watching these guys from the beginning, I know that their channel took off quickly because mm-hmm. they have very good content, and I love the way they put their videos together. They're killing the live streams, too. Impressive job on those guys. Absolutely really good Absolutely, they are. Yeah. Yep. Thank you. So, so you, guys, you guys have been doing videos for a while, but you just recently did your first moto vlog? That is correct. Yep. So what was that like compared to what you've been doing? Did you like it more? Did you like it less? I mean, kind of give us that, how you, how that experience treated you. Technically, it's been a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, huh. it, it, I mean, uh, it, you know, getting, getting the equipment hammered out so that you get the quality of audio that you want to put forward, you know, to, you know, people who've taken the time to watch your videos has been the challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that has been a thing. I think we're really close to having that all hammered out. And, you know, we said in one of our first moto vlogs, the piece that people miss from baggers and brews is the banter. Oh, and right. we, 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 all three of us will tell you, we, we agree. 
and, and, and the banter is, you know, interesting at times. There will be, I don't know if there will be bleeps, if there'll be edits, but, uh, you know, combine that with the fact that we do live in New Jersey and we do, you know, do a lot of Jersey riding. Um, locally, we have a heavy older population mm. who we share the road with. Always very interesting. That's always so, do you go down to the Jersey Shore? We do. Yes, we do. We do. Actually, today's video that you'll probably want to go watch after this <laughs> is the trip to the Jersey Shore. <laughs> I, I'm impressed you know the Jersey Shore. He just watches the TV show. Uh, <laughs> I remember the one from New Jersey was either like Bon Jovi or they were a bunch of fist pumpers. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Fist pump pumpers or fisters? Oh, I think I think it's the same thing, isn't it? Oh, he broke up a little bit. I wasn't sure. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, Snooky is actually George's second cousin, so four times removed. Is is that is is that the same thing? Is that the same thing in Jersey like it is in the South? Like you guys are all related? Yeah, Yeah. we do. South Jersey, so they they do call us. Uh, it's like the Alabama of New Jersey down here. <laughs> well, I was actually wondering when you said you had to deal with like old people on the roads if you were in uh, South Florida. So yeah. it's probably not much different. We're like in our immediate area. Yeah, I live a quarter mile from what's called Leisure Town, and uh, it's a nightmare. <laughs> it is there's, every time I like go three. to a bird house, it's always somebody in front of me. Yeah. That is wanting to go below the speed limit. Everybody. By like 15 miles an hour below the speed limit, too, it's probably. Is it, if, yeah. you, if you live in a place it, called Leisure Town, is there a lot of people wearing like full Adidas top to bottom? <laughs> <laughs> More like Leisure Suit Larry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pushing walkers with tennis balls on them. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> Wearing <a> moon. <laughs> there's like Perfect. there's like five they have to have like five hardies in a row just because the the uh the inside the dine in seating is all taken up by all they're just gonna sit there and talk to each other for hours. And drink their coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that's at the diners, man. We're the land we're the land of diners. That's where the old people go at about three thirty to get their dinner. Yep. <laughs> three thirty. <laughs> hey man, you gotta hey, get there early. Say, you gotta let that love- shit cool off. Seven o'clock's bedtime, so I gotta get there for dinner at three thirty. Yeah, it's cold. <laughs> it's cold for a reason. <laughs> they can't they can't see hey, in the dark. Tell me where I can go get a good fish sandwich. <laughs> Good fish sandwich. Probably McDonald's, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Mike's um, a pro. Um, Oyster, Oyster Creek. Oyster Creek is the place that comes to mind for me. Fried flounder sandwiches. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, I think they have one of the best fried yeah. flounder sandwiches. Flounders are fish here in Jersey. The flounder. The flounder. The flounder. So you guys were talking about audio, man, and – I think that's important because I'm just going to bring it up because a lot of people that start YouTube channels, they don't think about audio. They think about video. Yep. And if your audio sucks, nobody's going to watch your shit because it's exhausting. Nope. 100%. Uh, yeah. If I put a video on, even like some of my favorite YouTubers, which, I mean, it doesn't really happen because they've all got ironed out, but I put a video on that has terrible audio and I'm done with it. Like, I don't care who you are. I'm turning it. I'm not watching it because it's just, it's so irritating. And that's yeah. kind of the struggle we've had. Like we, George and I got like the same setup, 
bought the same stuff, but mine has a crackle when I'm riding and his is nice and crystal clear. And the only difference was that he bought a purple Panda and I brought a cheap Amazon one. So, so I broke down and bought the purple Panda and it came today. So hopefully we get that ironed out. Um, but I think today's video, actually the audio quality was great. So if we can continue that, we'll be good. I think the oh. next thing, the next thing you guys are going to notice is that you're going to have a lot less wind noise than he is because your beard is going to keep all that wind from blowing up into the inside of your helmet. It's the truth. It's yeah. the truth. Like that's. Uh, I mean, I'm try- not trying to make a joke. That's a real thing. <laughs> you have your own merkin on your face. That's going to be blocking all that wind from your microphone. Oh God, that's the best thing I heard all day. <laughs> you know, you know, Ryan. I think that's what I need because I have that uh, Biltwell helmet and it's pretty loud. So if I ever start motovlog again, I just need to grow a big ass Sam Elliott fucking yep. booger broom. Yep, and it'll there take care go. of everything. Yeah, you just just grow the push broom, and you won't have a problem. <laughs> and then just learn how to say you got a good sarsaparilla. That's <laughs> it. You can That's also it. say you can also say I like the way you talk. <laughs> that was Sling Blade. Yeah, you're right. It was so you can still say it. <laughs> 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 Motherfucker. All right. Elliot, no. <laughs> but you can say it. <laughs> well. You can just, just like you can say, boy, you got a pretty mouth, but it's not recommended. Mm. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> Tony is face palming right now. Yeah. <laughs> that will catch a charge with that one. <laughs> not in every state you won't. <laughs> Oh my god. So bad. So guys, do y'all have a local like favorite watering hole that you go to? Oh man. That might differ from the three of us, I think, right? Is yeah. that yeah. Well, I mean for just a watering hole depends I depends mean, on what you're looking for for the I mean just for a bar, it's probably the pick. I mean, that's kind of where we wind up the most or Mott's Creek. There's so many, there's so many. Like it depends it really depends on what you're looking for because they all got something a little different. Uh, the pick is the pl- is someplace that George and I end up at a lot because mm-hmm. it's really like it's kind of between his house and mine. Yeah, Austin's kind of a little bit off the beaten path from us, so he doesn't end up there as much. But it's kind of a place we end a lot of our rides. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you could say the, the pick. It's the Pick Lily Inn is what it's called, and they're known for their wings. But uh, it's okay. a very it's a very biker friendly bar. So yeah, because they're usually they're ride. what? What do you say? What's what? That? I said they're known for their what? Their wings. Yeah. Oh, the wings. chicken wings. Chicken wings. Ears and all that stuff. Tails. Chicken <laughs> tail. You ever had chicken tail, Mike? He, it sounds like he's fucking eating chicken right now is what it sounds like. <laughs> I mean, I think he would fart a feather at any minute. <laughs> what I'm t- hey, I'm telling you right now, my favorite is chicken tits. <laughs> the, the old chicken chest. Nice. Breasts. I thought that was just a college thing. Apparently, it's not. I want to know why chickens don't have nipples. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen a nipple on a chicken breast. We'd eat more chicken, that's for sure. Yeah. You, spend, you spend a lot of time on the breast, do you, Tony? <laughs> yeah. All I got, man. It's really hard to milk them. <laughs> so now you that can milk you- anything with nipples. 
<laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> so that now that FDBM is officially going down, we have to go check out Claudia Sanders' dinner house. All right. We're out there, dude. Yeah. We got to. It's I was, the colonel's I, wife's place. Colonel Sanders. Yeah, I was so, de- I was so depressed. Statue. She has big old titties. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta check that out. Ex- yeah. exp- explain to them what Claudia Sanders is, who she is. It's Colonel Sanders' wife. So there was, there's only one left, and it's right down the street from my house. The Colonel, uh, the Claudia Sanders chicken house. So during FDBM, we'll check it out. It's it's pretty good fucking chicken. Huh? It'll eat. It'll eat. It'll it eat. Fly. It won't fly, but it'll eat. No, it'll eat. It's pretty good. <laughs> Nice. So, Italy. You, so are you guys? Are you guys brewing your own beer too? Uh, I wouldn't say we. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a passion of George's. So yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. We brew. We brewed some beer. Uh, beer I'm drinking right now is uh, we made. I made uh, about two or three weeks ago, and it's a tropical IPA. So show that. Show that to me again. Tropical milkshake IPA. Oh, that looks just like the sample I gave my doctor the other day. Right. <laughs> Tastes like it too. Did you, hey, how do you, Ryan, Ryan, how did you, you give him that head too? I, I'm like, how do you, I, they all I, taste similar. I'm trying to figure out how you know what my sample tastes like. Well, you yeah, need you to drink some more fucking water. I can tell you that. <laughs> You're dehydrated like a motherfucker. <laughs> 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 you know so, some shit has gone wrong when your piss is brown. <laughs> so yeah. what? And smells a little bit like baloney. Oh, 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 I got a story about that. So there. Oh a, my god. <laughs> <laughs> Not far from me is St. Louis, right? Well, they have a brewery there called Four Hands Brewing Company. It's right down the street from where the Cardinals play. That's and me and my wife the house was, if I had Four Hands. <laughs> Fucking girl from Mortal Kombat over there. That's <laughs> two pterodactyls, Tony. Man, you sit on your hand, one hand switch. It's called the stranger. The stranger, yeah. <laughs> anyway, me and my wife went there before a concert. Uh, this has probably been eight, eight or nine years ago. And they had a blonde, I, I can't remember the name of it. But it was the lightest beer they had, so we wanted something light. We weren't in the mood for heavy beer or anything like that, so we tried it on recommendation of the guy's serving. There you go. There's the other two hands. Hands. Anyway, that beer tasted like straight-up bologna. (laughs) It was the most fucking disgusting beer I've ever tried in my whole life. The blonde must have done the taste test. You should make a bologna and cheese. (laughs) A bologna beer. Who's drinking five gallons of bologna beer? (laughs) (laughs) you know you know you're legit when you've drank five ounces five five gallons of bologna beer yeah it's like wiener water (laughs) exactly like wiener water exactly wait i had some of that oh (laughs) (laughs) you guys probably haven't heard the story but we we did a whole we did a whole segment a while ago about you know, how you used to be able to go to the gas station, especially in the Midwest. You guys probably don't have them out there. And you could get hot dogs that were actually floating in water. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, and then if you really wanted to be, you know, if you really wanted to know what, uh, what, it, what it was like to live on the road, it would be to take a cup and drink some of that water oh, that no. those hot dogs were floating in. So that's where the, that's where the wiener water came from that Mary's talking about. Four hands, if you make a trip through the beer. <laughs> hey, if you, if you make a trip through Tennessee, go through Maryville, Tennessee, go down Montvale Road to Foothills Market, they still sell behind the counter wieners. <laughs> okay. They're right next to the French ticklers. <laughs> yeah. You the right. Is that wiener water a swish and spit, or do you swallow that? The- no, you swallow it every time. <laughs> I guess wow. uh, that's a question I don't ask very often either. <laughs> you drink enough of that four hands beer, man, you'll you'll shit a bratwurst. It's awful. <laughs> so what's 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 the process for brewing your own beer? Because I I literally know nothing about it. You um, you have to steep grain, kind of like uh, let it simmer for about an hour, okay. and then you get the water off of the steep grain, and then you boil that. And when you boil it, that's where your hops go in. Yep. And then you have to ferment it in a like a bucket or some kind of vessel until it's done fermenting after you add the yeast, and then you, you can either bottle it up or this came out of a keg, so. And what, what, so you said that was your, your flavor you, you, you described as being tropical. What do you add to it? What, like to, mm. to different, to add the different flavors? So some of that flavor in this beer comes from the yeast, okay. um, banana flavor type of yeast. Some of it comes from the hops and then there's actually pineapple and oranges and coconuts and nutmeg in this beer. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Huh. Really? I've dated like a couple Persia. of girls. I've dated a couple of girls that I called a yeasty container. <laughs> God, see, there it is. That's the uncomfortable shit. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> I mean, she's, she's down there just baking a loaf of bread. <laughs> Oh. What is that? No. A dinner roll? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Remember when you guys were talking about how fast your channel grew? It's going to go down that fast. They're going to be like, they're like, you guys went on that podcast? Oh no, I'm out. I can't do that. <laughs> oh my God. Memphis Shades is the perfect combination of quality and style when it comes to windshields and fairings. That's what makes them the clear choice for motorcycles with that huge selection they have covering several moto manufacturers. Lay down more miles with less rider fatigue and the protection you expect from a product proudly made in the USA. Memphis Shades, the official wind protection choice of the 5 Dirty Bikers podcast. Hey, so DeBeard, did you ever get your bachelor's? No. I'm six credits short. Maybe you should submit submit all the stuff you've done on YouTube as your public speaking. It's just yeah, man. I should do that. That would work. I'm gonna get it. I'm waiting for my two little knucklehead kids to be done here and I don't have to worry about them anymore. And then I'm gonna go back and get my my six credits and call it a day. 
just yeah, pound yeah. like four beers right. before you do it, and you you ace it, man. Yeah, four, four, drink, drink four. some of those drink some of those baloney beers that that's what talking about. <laughs> just just wear your underwear, and they'll go up and they'll be like, "You got an A. You showed up like this. You got an A. You win." Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if these guys will agree with that. I, I go from zero to a hundred pretty quick. <laughs> We've had a couple of live streams that. Uh, we frighten the guests. That, uh... <laughs> yeah, so you can all imagine the banter that we're talking about because it's it goes from there to here. Like that, that we completely understand. There's at least two live streams that we did that I don't remember. So <laughs> those are the best ones. <laughs> so those are the ones where you wake up the next day and you know you just have to apologize to some people and you don't know who. <laughs> oh no! Like, I know because my wife tells me in the morning. You know what you said? This <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. I've been there. It's like I owe some people an apologies, but I'm not quite sure who. <laughs> I don't know where to start. <laughs> so where do you, where do you guys where do you guys see your your channel going? Do you have do you have plans, or are you just completely like shooting from the hip? Do we have plans? I mean, we have aspirations. I, I mean, it's, yeah. it, I, don't, I don't know if the plans are the thing. I mean, it's, you know, we're adding the moto vlogging now to kind of mix things up and kind of incorporate, not maybe just doing moto vlogs, but doing moto vlogs into what people have become to know as like a Baggers and Brews video. Okay. Um, right. and, and that's, you know, that's, that's the goal right now. I mean, our eyes are on, you know, our eyes are on 10K right now. I mean, that's, yeah, that's the next follower. Yeah, we're skipping five. We're eyeballing 10K. I think, um, I mean, I have, these guys don't know that, but I, my, my goal would be to have, you know, videos out more than twice a week. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm looking to increase because, I mean, I'm of the opinion, and maybe everybody doesn't believe me, but I'm of the opinion that uh, YouTube likes the quantity and they don't really care about quality. And now I'm not trying to trash our quality, but um, – I feel like in order to grow, like some people are growing at an extremely ridiculously rate, um, you just got to put more out. You got to put it more out than one a week or two a week. You got to, you got to be putting them out dang near daily. And if you do that, I think YouTube rewards you. So that's kind of where my eyes are set. We're not there yet, but um, that's where I'd like to be to where we're doing maybe, you know, five a week instead of just, you know, two. Can you that's ambitious. Can you guys explain to me the logistics of how you're going to drink all that beer while you're doing a moto vlog? Oh. <laughs> they have special helmets. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen those beer hats? Wait, is that what it is? Yeah, is it, they have is it a, like that. a motorcycle beer hat? Challenge yeah. <laughs> <Alex> accepted. <laughs> oh, we don't drink and drive, Ryan. No, oh, we do yeah. not. Okay. At the same I, time. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's illegal. <laughs> that is frowned upon by local law enforcement. Right. I'll just drink a lot before I drive, then I'm okay because I'm not yeah. actually drinking and driving. I'm drinking then. <laughs> Drink then drive. <laughs> There's a difference. When we do our Thirsty Thursday videos, though, we do shoot them in bulk. Yeah, yeah. we do. So when we first started doing them, it was like full glasses of beer. And now we kind of like reeled ourselves into uh, 
using these smaller Listen, glasses. We, we've, cut, we've used smaller glasses, more of a tasting glass now when we do those Thirsty Thursdays. But the reality is when we first started and we were banging out three or four of them in one session, one day, you know, one evening at my house, uh, we were using full, we were each getting, you know, a full pint. The reality was the second, third, and fourth videos were pretty good. <laughs> Very true. So, Very true. But uh, it's a lot of beer, so you got to kind of find some places to cut back a little bit, I guess. That's how I keep my pear shape. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of money invested in these pear shapes that people don't understand. It's That's true. right. Yeah. That it took a true. lot of effort to get this. Right. I, I always like to say it takes a lot to maintain this girlish figure I have. Yeah. From what I hear on TikTok, dad bods are the new thing. That's what yeah. yeah. So we're saying well, I must be fucking high on the list. Because <laughs> <laughs> I do not have a solid B cup midi. <laughs> <laughs> As a matter of fact, I take my windshield off and they fucking hit me in the face. <laughs> Tony, you, Come here, Tony. Let me hold your tits. Yeah. I need a man's ear. <laughs> You're motovlogging all wrong. You need to wear you need to wear a shirt size that's two sizes too small. The medium. Yeah, the medium. Put and the medium on. And then go do your motovlog. You're going to gain 25,000 followers in a week if you do that. Cut you a little V-neck right there. Yeah, cut me a little V-neck on there. Yeah. (laughs) Look at tight. Especially when you get that that wind going the right direction and they pull off right into your armpit. Yeah, that's it. I'll have to slow that shit down like a warrant video, dude. (laughs) (laughs) When When you can armpit tuck those fuckers. I got them now. They're not going anywhere. I was gonna say I got the perfect marketing shirt for or shirt for you guys. Now I see I see you got a Interstate ninety four shirt on. You should get one that says Interstate point oh eight. Tigers and bruises on the back. <laughs> Boy, that's a good idea, actually. Yeah, that one's for free. Justin is our marketing <laughs> guy. Justin will send you one when we make it. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yes, baby. Nice. So do you guys have any big plans coming up, like big rides or anything like that, events you're going to? Or? I think Bert's got the first one. Yeah. Well, we're going to we're, – we're, um, I and my wife are definitely going down to the VAM 21, which is the Virginia Motor, Motor yeah. Meetup. Oh. That's on the 11th of June. Um, these guys are still unsure whether they can go, but I'm going to go just so we have a little representation. There's going to be a bunch of motovloggers there. So that's just a weekend um, in early June. Then we have uh, most of our big stuff is, is later in the season. Um, we're, we, we always go to Ocean City, Maryland for uh, OC Bike Fest, which is actually a pretty huge rally for the East Coast. Um, so we'll be doing that in early or mid early to mid-September. And then we're doing Daytona Biketoberfest in October. So we'll be riding down to that. Um, certainly hope to, to, to see Mary there for that. I sure will. I'm going. Awesome. Awesome. That's great. So those are the that's the big stuff we got. We're also going to probably go out to uh, Gettysburg Bike Fest, yeah. which is in July. Um, that's not real far for us. That's the two, two to three hours. Uh, we'll go hit that up. But uh, other than that, th- those are the big things. Everything else will just be kind of, you know, local rides and, and just finding some new stuff to do. 
Well, there you go. I, I didn't hear. I didn't come see I, in September. For sure. Yeah, I, I didn't hear. I didn't hear uh, F, FDBM in September. I didn't hear that on your list. Completely silent. Totally silent. He's got nothing. He's like, well, I don't right, know I where that is. Where, where's that at? To Kentucky, right? <laughs> Kentucky. It is. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be in Louisville. Yeah. Hmm. Yep, September third so, through fifth. September third through fifth. So that's you guys Labor that, Day weekend. Oh, so that's a possibility. Oh. Are you guys doing that the same weekend every year? Is, is that the is that the goal? Around the same, kind of around the same. The first one we had was September eleventh through thirteenth, and that was back in nineteen. Okay. Yeah, so and then last year we got COVIDed. Yeah. Yeah. So we're trying to do we're trying to do early to mid September every year. That's kind of been and. And don't tell me it's not it's too far for you guys to ride because I'm 100 miles from the Canadian border, so it's not too far. Fuck, so, Ryan has to truck 1,100 miles one way. <laughs> it's not too far. No, it's not all. too far. It's just yeah. a matter of just. I think it's t- time off work at this point. But honestly, for for 22, I would do that. I like. I think Kentucky's gorgeous. I mean, it is. It's Absolutely. some good ride, and we're gonna we're gonna hit old we're gonna hit old Woodford Reserve on the ride. One of the rides on Sunday. We're gonna hit a distillery or two. Beautiful distillery, Woodford. I mean, yeah. that's an, that is that is a great facility. Yeah, they they just opened up a new one right before Woodford, uh, Castle and Key. Oh, I heard of that. Beautiful. Yeah, place. so you can kind of hit two at two in one ride, and then the Bullet Distillery is like on the way back. Oh wow! Okay, so yeah. the Bullet's not too shabby. Either. This sounds like a very safe ride. Calendar out. Yeah. Put it in your phone. I'm gonna have to pack light because I'm gonna be packing heavy on the way back. Going on, mm. like it, right? <laughs> That's what she Dustin's said. Bringing back mm. souvenirs mm. from each distillery. Mm. We, when Dustin was here last summer, we rode up there. They were closed, of course, but we rounded the corner uh, by the storage barns, and the fucking bourbon smell just hits you on the no. road. No. It's it's pretty it's pretty pretty nice. Doesn't suck. Sounds yeah. nice. Great, great thing about Woodford is they always reward you for visiting because there's bottles there that you can buy at the distillery that are not on their distribution lists. Yes. So mm-hmm. There is, uh, and that, that's one of the great things about going to a place like Woodford. I don't know if Bullet does the same thing, but no, Bullet, uh, Bullet's a little smaller. The other one that I went to is real impressive, is Maker's Mark, but that's down in Bardstown. That's kind of the other way, but uh, that's a beautiful place too. It, it, it rivals Woodford for sure. Wow. The bourbon every bottle, every bottle of Maker's Mark is hand dipped. Yes, they are. You can watch them. You can watch them dip it. I'm going there to get a PhD in in, uh, in bur- bourbonology because I know nothing about it. So there you go. You know they do a, a corn to corn to bottle tour at Woodford, where they actually it's a small group, and they take you through the whole process of the grain and the mixture and actually making what they call brewer's beer, which is the what they distill to get the actual bourbon out of. And the it's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool tour. You get get to take a shot of the the straight fucking shine that comes out of the still if you want to. I wonder where they get their corn from. I don't know. Try Illinois. We got a fucking yeah, ton of Illinois. I know, dude. Fuck you do. I've never ridden through so much corn in my life when we were up there. Was it a hundred fucking sixty miles of it? You got it. About four hundred. 
I kept thinking, I was like, sooner or later, we got to drive out of this fucking cornfield. You know what I mean? No. Well, you remember what the guys at Unhinged said? It's a blessing to have because if you got to take a shit, you could just go right to the fields. <laughs> right. Nice. You, got, you, you get got all the privacy you want. Yeah, bring yeah. up privacy and toilet paper all in one. <laughs> oh, brother. Don't go wipe with those leaves, yeah. I'm telling you. <laughs> oh, that's your corny. Don't don't run backwards through there either. <laughs> that's Mike's favorite. <laughs> hey, I, I that's good. Hey, and if you can't if you can't get a really good and the little fuzzy shit on the top of a corn on the cob. In between your butt cheeks to rub up your anus, you're missing out. It's like a little crack mop. I don't. I'm going to take your word for that. I'm going to take your word for that, Mike. I grew up in the South. <laughs> that doesn't make it right, Mike. It just doesn't. <laughs> Mike, that's kind of like it's corn. <laughs> It's kind of like the bear asking the rabbit if the shit sticks to his fur. <laughs> and the rabbit's like, no. So the bear wipes his ass with the rabbit. <laughs> That's my dad joke of the day. You're welcome. Oh, that's great. Oh, my God. So speaking of tours, if you guys are ever in the St. Louis area, the Anheuser Brewery Tour is something to check out. All right. Okay. It's really, if, if you're ever this way, I'll be glad to take you. And there's also a really good brewery, you know, smaller local family owned called Old Bakery Beer Company. It's in a building where an old uh, colonial bread factory was. And they just, they just, they just had a startup about three years ago. And some of the stuff that comes out of it. Was that an amazing. old brothel? What? The bread factory? Yes. <laughs> Lots of yeast, like you talked about. A lot of yeast. <laughs> hey, when, when we rode up from uh, from uh, bringing home and stuff like that, we went through San Louis, right? And yeah. Yes. I believe we weren't. We've been through there twice. We um, we we hit St. Louis. Actually, it was like a, a blessing and a curse because mm-hmm. it was right like at rush hour in the morning as things were starting mm-hmm. to pick up, but the sun hitting the arch. What was just an amazing thing to see as you arrived. It is. It, it yeah, was, it is. All right, know. guys. Now, now's your now's your opportunity. We've we've had a couple of different impressions of Bring It Home. Give us give us your give us your thirty second impression of Bring It Home and and, and be honest. Oh, it's best best thing I ever did. Epic on a motorcycle. Absolutely, Absolutely. it's an amazing event. I think uh, it, it's something that's extremely difficult to plan for especially when you don't know how many people are going to show. I thought it was an awesome event. They, they did an awesome job with it and I had a blast. So and, yeah, and, you know, I'll add to that, you know, there, we all know there was some heat after the bring it home about, about the planning. And so heat's the nicest way. I Do they know? I, mean, I don't know, but there was, oh, we yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, we know. We know. We've had, we've had everybody. We've talked to, you know, yeah. You've, yeah. You've had, you've had everybody. So yeah. I, I will say this. I mean, mo- most of that, you know, the road bumps that they hit were people just not registering ahead of time. Yeah. I think if people would have registered ahead of time and they had an idea over an actual idea over who was going to that event, they would have been a little bit better prepared. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I mean, regardless, you know, you're going to be on a 
airship all day, pack some water, puts, you know, prepare for it. But it's, uh, you know, I thought it was great. I, I don't think it could have been any better. I've never been on a group ride with that many bikes. And as soon as we left and you put your picture feet up off the ground, your feet never went down until you left the airstrip. Yep. There was no snake. There was no, you know, slingshotting. There was, there was none of that. No accordion, no nothing. No accordion. Now, I listen, I think, you know, the, 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 the folks we're talking about with, 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 with the beef that went on, it, that was one of those things where those were two people that, that I watched a lot of before we started our YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. So for me, that was like mom and dad fighting. That sucked. <laughs> <laughs> but I wasn't there. I, don't, I, I mean, no, we don't know. We don't know the inner, inner uh, yeah. working of that whole mess. But uh, I thought the event was great. They did a good job. They set a world record, so they did something right. And, uh, and it really was fun. And, and if it ever has to be done again, I will be one of the first ones to sign up. And I was proud to, at the end of the day, I was proud to do it. I, I mean, it's, uh, and that, that's what it's all about. Definitely one of the most patriotic things I feel like I've done. And we had an amazing trip. I mean, that, 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 that day, and that, that record setting day was just part of that trip for us. There was the four of us, it was us three and our buddy, John, and it was really just an amazing tr- trip down there and, and everything worked out just perfectly for us. And it's one of those ones that we'll, you know, we have those memories forever and, yeah. And they're, they're fond memories, so I got yep. Even when we were behind schedule, we were still having fun and on schedule. Right. Yeah. So it was great. I, I tell I tell every single person <clears throat> that talks about, you know, like the distance that they have to go to MMM, and I said, I always tell them, you have to think about that as part of your trip, right? You're driving across the country or whatever your distance mm-hmm. is. You have to think about that as part of the experience and not just uh, ends to a means, you know? I don't look at I don't look at uh, at Kentucky as being the destination, as much as it's just you know it's what's bringing me to to ride across the country again, you know. And so yeah, I mean, and, damn Confucius. Well, what a I mean, great point. <laughs> no shit. It is. I mean, you know, there's only there's only so many opportunities you have to take trips like that, and you have to take advantage of those. And and just like you guys said, you went through St. Louis and you got to see the the sun setting, you know, with the arch. I mean, what what are, what are the chances that you would have done that if you would have not gone on a motorcycle trip to do it? Zero. Zero. Very true. If you're, if you're only worried about the destination and, and you're leaving out the the enjoyment of the actual ride to get there, like you're kind of missing the point of motorcycles. Yeah. I, I agree, I, but I, yep. but I still think there are riders out there that are like that, right? That, yeah, that get on their right. bikes and and they're only thinking about getting to Sturgis. They're only thinking about getting to California or getting to Yellowstone or wherever they're going, and they don't take to, take into account you pass seven states to get there. What yep. about all of those other places you went through? You know, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, granted, two of us almost didn't make it out of San Luis because we almost got taken out in the crossover there, right by the Ark, but. It was still an experience. <laughs> well, but, but that's part of I'm it, right? I'm pretty sure it's they said that same thing, Ryan. And what's that? I'm pretty sure they said that exact same thing in an episode of Kung Fu. <laughs> <laughs> God damn! Do people still remember Kung Fu? Boy, you're really showing your age when you bring that show up. That's true. God that's damn! Who was Kill Bill? <laughs> he sure was. He choked himself out, didn't he, with his dick in his hand? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's an unfortunate way to go right there, man. 
or or it's the best way to go. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. Some poor bastard's got to find you there. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, he's got to live with it, not you. <laughs> that's, that's true. Yeah, yeah, we got to take that out, man. That's offensive. That can't make a <laughs> I mean, you I- you can eat a loaf of yeast bread, and that's fine. But yeah. this is offensive. Yeah, that was offensive. That we could catch a charge on that one. Yeah, yeah it's like it's like a deep French fry in wet banana's mouth. It's in, dude. It's. That joke coming and going. Speaking of speaking of choking yourself out with your dick yes. in your hand. Banana mono word of the day. It's like Jeff, you'll free your mind. The day is a deuce. <laughs> well, I do that every morning. <laughs> yeah, after vacation, I was finally regular again today. <laughs> Dropping it. Let me finish this beer. We're good. Welcome to 7:30 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Two sips of coffee, and I'm headed to the men's room, dude. The clockwork. Hey, I'm still going to have the the mud butt challenge. Yeah, you got to eat 10 White Castles and make it back. And I'm going to drink a cup of coffee and smoke a cigarette. No, you won't make it back. How far far are we talking? Fuck, a mile is too far. <laughs> George is like, I'm in. How far are we talking? I can do this. Oh, no, no, no. I can, I can win this challenge. He will make it. I've got about three minutes or three miles, whichever comes first. That's it. If anybody ever says, hey, I'd walk a mile in your shoes, say, well, that's good because I just shit my pants. <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> would be upside down E dash D O O S. The scrabbles would be schwa doos. Schwa doos? Schwa doos. It's a verb. Comes from late Middle English, 1610s. 1610s? English. <laughs> the first and only definition is to cite as a violence. What? Cite. As evidence, you know, evidence. <laughs> yeah, there's always evidence after you deuce. <laughs> right? Yeah. Normally on the bottom of the seat. No, I keep it in my underwear. <laughs> bottom of the seat. Bottom of the seat. What the hell's going on? You know when it fucking explodes and splashes back. Well, you need <laughs> handles on the side of the toilet so you don't take off. You need to put toilet paper down. That way it breaks the tension on the surface of the water. If you have splashback every time, you need to see a doctor. 
That is true. Really? <laughs> Man, I'm fucked up. <laughs> George gets Poseidon kissed by visits Poseidon me every time, day. Right? I get a Poseidon kiss all the time. <laughs> George is like, really? <laughs> really? <laughs> That's not normal. I didn't know that. <laughs> time to see the doctor. You're not yeah. kidding, man. You got to take your time on that. You got to wait for the taper. You don't want your ass slamming shut. <laughs> that would be bad. It's true. It's true. Just saying. Wait That's what taper. I've heard. Well, that's a lot of head, brother. Hey, Tony, <laughs> Tony would you like that's for me to said. use examples of dropping the deuce in a sentence? <laughs> sure, Mike. Examples of dropping the deuce in a sentence. <laughs> Drop a deuce your sources before submitting the paper. But you just said you had to put the paper down first. Submit I the paper always first submit the paper. paper. <laughs> next next time we have a baggers and brews meeting, I'm going to drop a couple of deuces. Drop some deuces. <laughs> Every time we have a gathering at my house, bro. (laughs) You just got called out. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man. If you're prairie dogging, you got to let it happen. That's it, man. (laughs) Better than duck walking. You're not kidding. Hey, man, I'm over here pushing cotton. Where's the bathroom? Nah, man. These guys know I can duck walk at 35 miles an hour. 35? <laughs> yeah. Being it. Road run hand. That's a big ass penguin going across the parking lot there. <laughs> Good I need it. <laughs> you know, once once or twice is understandable. If you do it every time you go over to his house, that's just a big F you to your friend. That's all that is. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> That's he's what I've been saying to my wife for two, three years now. Yeah, he's, he's totally doing that on purpose now. Now he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do it. Like, one of these times, his plumbing is going to break. I know it for sure. <laughs> oh, it's premeditated. It's premeditated. <laughs> going to look at him and say, hey, man, where's your plunger at? And he's going to say, I don't have one. <laughs> oh, I need this is my third turd mister here, man. <laughs> I gotta get rid of this thing. Turd mister. I gotta get rid of this thing. You know what? You know what you gotta do. You know what you gotta do. Just give him a hockey stick. The next time he comes over, right before he goes in the bathroom, just give him a ho- hockey stick and say, "You gotta break that up before it goes down this time." <laughs> I was thinking I was just going to lock all the bathroom doors next time he comes over and see what you happens. Don't, you don't want him shitting on your floor. You got to let the dude in the bathroom. <laughs> or he's going to be sweating. He's going to be sweating something fierce. <laughs> Boy, we really unleashed the shit talk with this word. No, right. no it's a real shit smart. <laughs> there's still another example. Oh my god. <laughs> this word of the day wasn't worth a shit. The uh, the second example of dropping a deuce in a sentence. Their minds were made up 
well before any proof was adduced. <laughs> Your mind pretty much is made up when you produce a deuce. Yeah. There's usually no about, going back. It, it, yeah, it, it, tell us about back. planking, Tony. Oh, dude, I've planked in my truck many a time trying to get home. <laughs> Full plank, dude. I don't know. You know, I don't know. I'm just saying it happens. <laughs> Tony has an aversion to public restrooms. <laughs> I do, man. Oh, man. Yeah. I can't yeah. hit those things. Yeah, you got to get over that. No, man. Uh, Tony would have saw that. You know, if, if Tony would have seen the marathon I had to take my son in on the way to Florida, he would have had a stroke. <laughs> I told you, I would have shit in a frisbee before I went in there, dude. You got to see some of the joints George is taking a dump in. Yeah. <laughs> Holy smokes. No problem. Yo. <laughs> I thought I would crap anywhere until I saw some of the places he's gone. Holy! <laughs> well, dude, there was graffiti on the inside of this bathroom. On the inside of the toilet. On, on the inside of the on the inside walls. When there's graffiti, go to the next exit. That means homeless people are living there. I'll yeah, never I'm, go to a marathon again. That's George, they're George, have you gone to one of those waters? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> have, have you used one of those bathrooms, George, where there's actually just no walls, just a bunch of toilets just sitting there? No, I haven't had But I got to say, Ryan, oh, give it time. If it had to happen, it would probably happen. I mean, give it time. <laughs> well, well I, I can honestly say that I have had to go to one of those because going overseas in the military, that's if that's all you got. That's right. what you do. Right. Because <laughs> the only other place you find that's prison. So, I mean. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been there. So, no. I've also uh, been there, too. <laughs> no, no, no. That's just a real easy way to size up your friends, right? You just ask them that question, and you know they've either been in the military or prison. You've got all your answers right there. Yep. <laughs> well, that has been the word of the day. <laughs> that was a lot of poop talk. That was very that was <laughs> All right, deuces. So, guys, let everybody know where we can find you on social media. We are Baggers and Brews on YouTube, um, as well as Insta and Facebook. Uh-huh. And uh, we have uh, our store is www.baggersandbrews.com for any Baggers and Brews swag you might uh, choose to purchase, including pint glasses, of course. Nice. So, and fanny packs. Fanny packs are big guys. Oh, fanny, fanny packs. Pack so. What do we need to pack in our fanny? Yeah, that can't make the podcast. All right. <laughs> All right. Before we wrap everybody, just a couple of announcements real quick. First, Five Dirty Bikers Meetup is on like Donkey Kong. Tony just got some confirmations from Kingfish, our venue that will be hosting the event on Saturday. Uh, was it Labor Day weekend? September 3rd through 5th and just to get all the information go to 5dirtybikers.com and click on the FDBM 21 link at the top it will get you all the information we have thus far we'll be adding more as the weeks progress so this is looking to be a pretty awesome time there's some other things that are in the works that are going to make this even more of an attraction of an event you guys need to check out once we release the information so go there for now check out what's going on book your room if you're interested in coming also we want to thank everybody that donated to our autism fundraiser that just ended in May. We raised $1,800 for Next for Autism charity. 
Thank you guys very much for donated. It means a lot to families like myself and a lot of other families out there that live with this day to day. So again, thank you guys. Thank everybody here for their efforts. And again, you guys um, can't say enough. So to wrap up today, we want to thank the baggers and bruise guys for joining us. It was an awesome, funny podcast. My stomach still hurts guys. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode. Uh, thank, you thank, you. thank you for having us. We had a great time, man, and we appreciate Absolutely. you. And head over to their YouTube channel immediately. They do some awesome stuff over there, so check them out at Baggers and Brews on YouTube. Are you following the Five Dirty Bikers on social media? Like us on Facebook and follow us at Twitter and Instagram at Five Dirty Bikers. And check out our brand new website at 5dirtybikers.com.